JM in the AM. Going a little overtime this morning as we have the opportunity to speak with Sivan Rahav Meir, noted journalist, author, and as many of you know, uh, somebody who was uh, part of the uh, World Mizrahi organization in her case, and her husband Yedidya's case, Shluchim, to the uh, United States of America uh, since August of this year. And what an interesting year it's been for Sivan and her family. Shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nechum, and good morning. Good morning to you. One of the most difficult people to reach. You are one of the busiest people around. And boy, these days, you must be very busy. I'm assuming people in Israel uh, are curious um, what's happening here in the New York area. And I assume you're still reporting every single day back to Israel, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, when you were looking for me five minutes ago, I was really recording a report for the Israeli TV. It's already three there. And basically, you know, we were sent to the States uh, a year ago. We thought, you know, it's going to be like a fun, exciting year. <laughs> Since the beginning of the year, all I'm doing is reporting, you know, about, about anti-Semitism. And now I'm covering the corona so for the people of Israel. I added, so, a, I added a couple of things for you. Don't forget, you also had to shuttle back and forth for three elections. Oh, yeah, yeah, and flying back for the elections. You're right. I think the, the only exception, the only positive day, you know, when I covered different things for the people in Israel was when I uh, attended the, the Seum at the MetLife Stadium. Right. That was, you know, something with a different spirit. But, right. but that's all, basically. No question about it. And then we got, And then we had the opportunity to celebrate together in Yerushalayim. And by the way... That was exactly when it started. The first case of coronavirus in China was December 31st, January 1st, just as this was all going on with the CUM. Sivan Rahab Meir is with us. Um, I mean, I assume, you know, when, when it was announced that you and your husband are coming to the United States, I and many others tried to book you immediately. And I know there were hundreds and hundreds of requests from around North America to have you visit and speak and inspire everybody. I'm assuming... I mean, there's no schedule now. At this at this point, <laughs> at, at this point, all your lectures have been postponed for a while. Yeah, it's really, really frustrating. We built a whole schedule with Rabbi Doron Perez, the leader of the Israeli movement, uh, Rabbi Ruben Taragin, and many great people there. We built a beautiful full schedule. And when I look every morning, you know, when I wake up here, um, I can still see, you know, what was planned. For right. example, today I was supposed to be in the beautiful community of Palo Alto. This Shabbat, I was supposed to be at uh, in, in Toronto. I can show you, you know, everything. I don't want to delete it, since every day I still want to see, you know, what were the plans, and then I go and wake, uh, have to, you know, make five kids get dressed and daven and learn something different. Uh, I'm a scholar in residence in, in my kitchen, basically. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the situation. That's the challenge, but, you know, people are facing much harder challenges. Yeah. And by the way, we're switching. Everything is transformed into Zoom. Yeah. This new, new we're using it to so many communities. Um, this is just the first, you know, this is, I, I'm talking to you now. I think it's the only conversation over the phone since afterwards there's a huge project, uh, the Bet Midrash, the Mizrahi movement opened the virtual Bet Midrash, and, and other, there are so many other organizations and many, Many projects now involving online online learning. It's it's new for me and it's 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 exciting. And I'm proud to say that we are the uh, first show of the morning for the Mizrahi World Bait Midrash every morning between seven and nine o'clock. So Baruch Hashem, yeah, yeah, saw, we are part of it. Schedule. Sivan, um, a, a couple of details I'm curious about. Um, 
if, if you would have been stuck in Israel, would they have let you leave in order to, to reunite with your children? I guess so. There is still, I mean, this line, you know, JFK and Ben Gurion Airport, it's not closed. I know there are full flights uh, almost every, every day now. It's still, it's still available. But if you go to Israel, you have to be quarantined for 14 days. Right. Although I must tell you what we're doing here now, it's, it's quite the same. I mean, uh, we don't leave the house at all. Uh, we keep all the instructions. We, we follow the Israeli policy, which is much more, you know, in Israel there are more machmirim, and I think they're right. I mean, it's, uh, and we, we try to, you know, to really follow all the rules and, and instructions now. I think it's, it's, it's like a mitzvah, what you're doing now. It's, it's, it's holy, it's important. And I think, Nachum, it, it's a new type of mesirut nefesh, you know. We were used to hear all those stories about the Holocaust, about the uh, pogroms and anti-Semitism, about our forefathers' mesirut nefesh. I think if you don't go out, you know, to Central Avenue, that's Mesirut Nefesh. Now we live in five towns. Right. If you don't, if you don't hug your grandmother, it's Mesirut Nefesh. Okay, we are writing a new chapter in our history, and you know, future generations they will look at us, they will read about us, and they will ask, okay, what did they do? How did they react? So, of course, davening also davening alone at home, no, yep. no minion here for for two weeks, yep. uh, uh, educating the kids. It's the first time I have to tell the kids about the Seder night, about Lela Seder. Because there is no Gananet, no Mora, no teacher, and no Rebbe that will do it instead of us. We, we're supposed to in the most natural way. It's, it's a new thing. I think it's, it's important. No question uh, about it. You know, no hotels. I'm sure so many people see it as the worst Gzeira now. No <laughs> hotels. We have to clean our house, you know, and we hear, we hear awful things about what's going on in certain Jewish communities. So, so yeah, it's, it's a new, I think, as I said, it's a new... Mesirut Nefesh to all of us. Um, Sivan Rahav Meir is with us. Can you and your family travel to Israel if you wish? I think you're among the few that can because you're actual residents of Israel, right? Yeah, yeah. we have all the documents. Of course, we're, we will be able to, to do that. And I'll, I'll share, you know, it's, maybe it's too personal, but we're, we're discussing it every day. We spoke to many people. We thought leaving now before Lela Seder is too crazy, you know, to be quarantined. And then during Lela Seder, we'll, we'll think about it again after... After Pesach, for now, we feel quite safe. We're here alone in the house, isolated. We, we hardly go out. Uh, we're here for like two, three weeks, uh, and then we'll we'll see. But it's you know, it's funny to say two, three weeks because every day things change. I mean, yeah. planning something it's it's the funniest thing now to just plan something for the next next month. So uh, we're trying to plan, you know, to look at each day separately. Um, I, I do teach a lot for, from here. People are welcome to follow on social media and to get, you know, the, the messages in Hebrew and English. And we do, we know, we're, we're here. It's, we're learning. You know, I, I learned so many new things about my kids, about myself. It's, uh, it's a challenging period. Are you uh, happy with the way the schools are handling things? Are, the, are your children, those of school age, still able to uh, connect with their friends through Zoom, etc.? Yeah, I just wanted to say, after saying, I have to prepare them for the state, and I, I must thank the teachers, the great Moros and the, the Rebels. They're in touch every day. They, they talk over the phone. They call in person to, to our kids, you know, just to talk to them. It's beautiful. Every day they have a full schedule. Sometimes it's too much. I need them for, the, you know, for cleaning. <laughs> they, they have homework. My daughter just had a test yesterday. I'm like, what? <laughs> the whole world is, you know, dealing with the coronavirus, and you, you have a test now? <laughs> it's a very serious system. I want to thank all those teachers, and I know they do it in Israel, too.
מדהים, הוא הבל פיהם של תינוקות של בית רבן. Yeah. The world needs their, their learning now. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's... It's part of the cure, the remedy. All right, two serious things, and I'll let you go. You, we started the conversation. You mentioned the anti-Semitism was obviously a big theme when, when the school year began. We all remember what happened in September and October in this country. Um, are you worried, and do people in Israel ask you about the uh, possibility of greater anti-Semitism here as our, our community continues in some segments to behave in a certain way and as, frankly— uh, because of the way we live and, and, and how much time we spend together, uh, the coronavirus has really hit the Jewish community of this area. Yeah, it's awful. I hear about what's going on in Crown Heights and in our other areas of Brooklyn. It's really, really sad. And uh, Hashem. I, I'm, look, I'm not an expert. I covered that thing for twice. I, I recorded two reports to Israel about anti-Semitism now. What I see, you know, I saw this video in this garage. Or It's not something very serious. I think... Um, um, we're still, we still live in a very positive, I would say, period. It's, it's still very optimistic. Since in the past, anti-Semitism, it was part of the, of the policy of the, the government. It was right. something, you know, from official. Okay, right. if we look back, people say, oh, is this Germany? No, look, look back to what's, what was going on in Germany or in Poland. That was part of the official policy. Anti-Semitism was, you know, and now, and of course, uh, we, we, we see anti-Semitism here, here and there, but, but uh, the, the police is against it. The, the country, the government is, is, is working hard uh, in order to, you know, to prevent those, those uh, things from happening. So, so I think we moved forward. We can't uh, compare it to, to you know, all, all those chapters in our history. But, yeah, as always, it's always, a, it's always a threat. And, by the way, it's quite natural, you know, with the crisis. And I know, I know we're suffering so much. Because of the way we're built in this crazy world that was isolated even before the coronavirus, we um, were really we had that that different way, this alternative way of living. We still believe in that concept called community, yep. called shul, called being together. I'm proud of it. Now it's not the right time for that, but let's not forget these are great things we we still do. The rest of the world left, uh, you know, that that sense of solidarity of alvuta dadit. So I'm proud to be part of the. No Jewish community, but now we have to. Yeah, we we have to stop it for for a while. By the way, before I ask you the last question, I have to point out um, <laughs> when, when there's a six hour time difference, it's easier for me to hear your and you did your show on Friday because of my mm. because of my schedule. So these are a couple of weeks where I'm able to hear it. And last week, he had a brilliant presentation. I don't know if I could have done it better as an American Jewish person who knows. He had a brilliant presentation describing what synagogue life is in America and how different it is than Israel. How so much of major communities completely revolve around the shul to a degree that, that in Israel they wouldn't believe to what degree it happens. And I thought that was a brilliant way. Please let him know that, that I, that I, that I appreciated it. Uh, the final question, look, Sivan, for us, you're somebody who knows you know, the community across the board. Uh, you know the the um, non-religious community in Israel well. You know the the uh, Tzioni or the uh, the Mizrahi community in Israel well. You know the Haredi community in Israel well. What do you think when you see people in Israel, segments of the population, fighting with police about getting off the street into their homes, insisting that their Beit Midrash stay open, insisting that Minyanim take place? What are your thoughts when you see that? Look, of course, I'm sad. I saw a few videos. It looks awful. I'm, in a way, I'm glad. Um, I don't have to cover it now, you know, in, 
in Israel. But as always, it, it, I, I don't believe that it, it really uh, it represents maybe less than one percent of the population. You know, uh, in, it says that we in the, on the news every night. You know, we say good evening, but then we prove to you for an hour. Why it's not a good one. Okay, we say, bad. So of course we focus on the negative things, but, but on the other hand, Nahum, I can't, uh, you know, just ignore it. Usually when there's something negative going on in any sector, not just about the Haredim, any sector, so I say, okay, that's just the minority, I don't want to cover it since it doesn't represent, you know, the majority, the mainstream. Now, and that's another important lesson the coronavirus teaches us, now I can't ignore even one crazy person in like an extreme neighborhood since we're all one buddy. It's the solidarity. We need him, too. It's a beautiful, I think, once again, it's a beautiful message. Uh, we, we, we are so responsible, you know. Each and every person is, is basically must take care of himself, and, and, and he can affect the whole world. So I can't ignore it. The police works very hard. It's not only in the Haredi community. I saw Chiloni secular people, on, uh, you know, at the beach on Shabbat. We saw uh, many events. Unfortunately, we see it sometimes, and I'm glad to see the police and even the army. If we need the IDF for that, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a security mission. Yeah. And I hope here in the States they'll be as serious as, as in Israel. Yeah, in those neighborhoods that need it, I'm sure they will be. By the way, you know that um, for my family, your Divrei Torah uh, is something that happens every Shabbat through your amazing book. And what you wrote this week for Vayakel about the enthusiasm that Jews unfortunately had to contribute to the Egel and the same enthusiasm that they had to contribute to the Mishkan, I thought was beautiful. And and we're seeing so much chesed, so much volunteerism, so much love for brothers and sisters. I think that's the best note to end on, right? Wow. Well, thank you for reminding me, you know, of what <laughs> I wrote. I, I, don't, I hardly have time to, you know, with the kids all day, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we have that enthusiasm, we have that devotion. It's chazal say. I mean, our nation, they can be at the top when it comes to to positive things when it comes to building the Ishkan, but unfortunately we can use the same energy uh, in order to build the Egil, and it's our decision, you know, we should choose, uh, we're building a Mishkan now, you know, we're the direction of holiness, of, of Dusha, of being together, the family of Torah and Mitzvot, or do we take all the energy, the great energy we have, in order to build Egil as a have right now, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure we know what's the right thing to do. Sivan, best regards. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, and I guess I'll say Chag Kasher V'Sameach to you at this point. Yeah, yeah. And I really hope to speak to you next time in, you know, other circumstances. Bezrat Hashem. Toda Rabah. Thank you. Toda Rabah. Sivan Rahav Meir. Brilliant presentation as usual, and I thank you very, very much. And yeah, her husband this past Friday, uh, Yedidya Meir, had such, in Hebrew, had such a perfect analysis for those in Israel that he was speaking to who, who can't relate to it. In Israel, very, very often, and not always, but very often, the synagogue is literally just a place you go to, to daven. And uh, events in shiurim, you know, often take place in other facilities, etc. Um, but here, I mean, in our major shuls, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hub of activity day and night uh, of all types. So uh, he made that point, and I thought it was really uh, done very well.